Have you ever felt trapped in a high-paying job, chained to a life that's slowly slipping away? Day after day, the same routine, the same unfulfilling work, and the constant longing for something more? If you're nodding your head right now, feeling that weight on your shoulders, then this is the podcast you've been waiting for. Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show. I'm Brian O'Neill, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I've been in that prison too, sacrificing precious moments with my family, feeling the regret and resentment build up inside. But guess what? There is a way out, and together we're going to break free. Each episode, we'll dive deep into the stories of incredible individuals who have successfully made their escape, who have turned their dreams into reality, and who now live lives filled with purpose, joy, and abundance. But we won't stop at inspiration alone. We'll equip you with the tools, strategies, and mindset shifts needed to break through the barriers that have held you back for far too long. Together, we'll ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and unleash the business genius within you. It's time to take action, to shatter the chains that bind you, and to embrace a future filled with unlimited possibilities. The W2 Prison Break Show is your key to unlock the door to a life of purpose, fulfillment, and success. I invite you to join me on this transformative journey. Subscribe now to the W2 Prison Break Show and let's embark together on the path to freedom. Remember, it's never too late to break free and live the life you've always dreamed of. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the W2 Prison Break Show. It's just going to be me this week. And before we get right into the topic, I just want to say thanks again for listening to the show and for the feedback that I receive from tons of people on a continual basis that the show touched them in a certain way or a certain story I told or a guest that I brought on really helped them. So that type of feedback, I welcome it and thank you. All right. So as I said, no guests today. It's just going to be me. And I'm going to talk about my son today. I'm going to talk a lot about my son today, and I hope I can get through this because the last week or so has been a pretty emotional week for me and my family. I'm going to get into that in a second here, but as many of you have heard who've listened to the show, or if you're part of my real estate mastermind, you've heard me talk about my son. Like My son is my why. You know, He's the reason. My family too, my wife as well, but mainly my son. Like He was the reason why I decided to, he gave me the courage to quit being afraid to chase my dreams, to go after what I always knew what was inside of me and take my shot. And I thank him for that all the time. I probably don't thank him enough for that. I just want to talk to you about being a dad, right? It's one of the greatest gifts of my entire life. And why I have recently discovered I don't know why it took this long, is that my son is my hero, right? And I told them that last week, and I kind of put it out into the world last week. I'll tell you what happened, right? Then last week at the time of this recording, so my son plays travel baseball, and we learned the news that he was not going to be invited to return to the team. And it was pretty gut-wrenching. It was heartbreaking. And it was tough. It was a tough pill to swallow. I didn't think that there was a chance it was going to happen. I also kind of saw the writing on the wall and I'm a little bit mad at myself for not trying to do something sooner to prevent it because he loves the team and he loves the players. I mean, he's 11 years old, right? There's a lot of pressure 
playing travel baseball for any of you out there that have kids who play, you know, travel high competitive sports. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on the kids. You know, the parents are given pressure. The coaches are providing pressure. Well, we found out, you know, the night before, and then my wife and I decided, well, you know, let's let them sleep. Let's let them sleep. We'll tell them in the morning because he had just left a tryout. He was trying out for another baseball team. And he had a great trial. Like he was super pumped and he did so well to the point where one of the coaches drove to our house afterwards and said, Hey, we'll have a great trial. We want him on the team. You're going to get some offers. And we told him that he was riding high and he's like, Yeah, and I'm going to, you know, I'll probably just stick with my current team. And then an hour later, we find out he's not going to be on the team. So I just want to walk you through what happened here. And the lessons that I learned and the lessons that I want to share with you today, you know, about being your best, regardless of circumstance, about, you know, the ability to perform under pressure, under a heavy heart, you know, just living with integrity, I think was the other lesson that I learned too. But, and I hope I can get through this because I'm just reliving last week and I, we had to sit you know, he woke up and we sat down on the floor. I sat down on the floor. I said, Hey, buddy, sit down. I just said to him, I said, Hey, look, you know, your coach, I talked to your coach last night and, you know, you're not going to be invited to be back on the team next year. And I said, I'm sorry. I don't have an answer as to why. And I'm just sorry. And then I just sat there. Me and my wife just sat there and we watched him, right? And he took it in and, you know, and then he just lost it. Like he just started crying and, it was really, really difficult to see that, you know, and I didn't know what to do. Like I was completely paralyzed. I just said, Hey, look, man, I love you. I'm here for you. I've always got your back. You know, we're going to get through this and I'm sorry it happened. Like, that's all I could say. Like I couldn't tell him anything else. And then we talked for a long time. He was on the floor. He's crying for a good hour, you know, and it was just, it just sucked. It just sucked. It sucked for him. You know, I was filled up with a lot of emotions. I was angry. I was hurt. I know that he was. He was doubting himself. He wasn't feeling good about himself. And the rest of the day was super difficult. I had later, I think I put a post on Facebook, you know, either I did, I did put a post on Facebook and I said, this is one of the most difficult days in my parenting life. And the reality of it was, it was one of the most difficult days of my life, period, my entire life, my parenting life. Because I'm not prepared for this. There's no playbook for this, right? So he decided to, you know, after we talked about it, he says, I'm just going to go downstairs. I'm going to take my mind off it. I'm going to go, you know, play some video games. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be an 11 year old kid, is what I'm going to do. Hey there, back to the episode in just a moment. Are you a homeowner in the Chicagoland area who's struggling to sell your home or even own nothing and looking to maximize your price before the market slides? Are you tired of the traditional home selling process that takes months? and cost you thousands in fees and repairs? Whether you're facing foreclosure, going through a divorce, or simply need to sell your home fast, WeBuyHousesChicago.org can help. We've been buying homes in Chicago since 2019, and we specialize in helping sellers who are stuck. Unlike traditional real estate buyers, we buy homes as is and can close in as little as seven days. No repairs, no inspections, and no fees. Just a fast, hassle-free sale. Let WeBuyHousesChicago.org help you sell your home and move on to the next phase of your life. Call or text us today at 312-500-6121. 
If you know someone who is struggling to sell their home or simply just wants top price, please share this message with them. As a listener of the W2 Prison Break Show, WeBuyHouseOfChicago.org will pay you for your referral. If you send us a referral and we buy their house, we will pay you a $1,000 referral fee. Simply have your referral mention the W2 Prison Break Show. Let's get back to the show. We said, okay, and my wife continued, me and my wife continued to talk about it. And here's the part that just really surprised me and shocked me. And here's the lesson that I learned is he had a game that night with the same team. They had potentially two games left to play for their league championship. And I said to Will, I said, hey, look, you're probably going to get an offer from this other team, but let's go try out for this other team. You just never know. The game got delayed. It just worked out. I'm like, the fact that the game got delayed by rain, I'm like, we got to go to this other tryout. So we go there, we go to the tryout. I said to the coach, I said, hey, look, you know, we're trying out. I told him what we were doing. And he said, okay. Well, Will didn't have his best tryout. And I think it was because he was feeling the pressure. You know, he was doubting himself. He just wasn't having a great day. And he had a good tryout, but he didn't have his best tryout. And he was mad. He's getting in the car. The one's like, we got to go to the game. We're in the car. And he's like, this is why I don't like baseball. And this is why I'm no good. And, you know, just doing all that. It just crushes me to hear that. And all I said to him was, I said, hey, look, man, you got an opportunity. You got to play. You got to play in the game. Okay. You have an opportunity to prove yourself or whatever statement you want to make. This isn't a revenge thing. It's just like whatever statement you want to make to the people who let you go, go ahead and do it. This is your chance. And he says, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to play. Again, he just found out this morning, that morning that he's not going to be on the team. He's got to go face the kids. He's got to go face the coaches. You know, we got to face the parents. It was super awkward. Well, he has a decent game. Right. And we play six innings in travel baseball, right? We play six innings and we're down six to five. The other team's beating us. We're down six to five. It's our last ups. And I said to my wife, you know, I was just watching the lineup order and I said, this is going to come down to Will. He's going to be the last batter. I just know what's going to happen. And inevitably it did. So we're down six to five. And we have a runner on second. We have a runner on third. It's two outs. Will's up to bat. My son's up to bat. And if he strikes out or he doesn't get a hit, the game's over. The season's over. They don't get to play in the championship game. And I just remember sitting there. It was an out-of-body experience. And I looked at my wife, and she was already crying before he even did anything. And I said to myself and whoever wanted to listen, I just said, you know, give the kid a break. Give the kid a break. He deserves it, right? And there were one or two strikes and he singled into right field, hit a screaming ground ball into right field and two runs scored. We win the game seven to six. And it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, Will has this moment, he walks it off. The whole team's bum rushing him, congratulating him. My wife's crying. Like, I didn't even know how to react. I was just so grateful that he got to experience that. And he'll always have that moment. Like, he'll never, ever forget that. You'll never forget that. Even though he didn't make the team and he got cut from the team, he'll never forget that. He'll always have that moment. As I was sitting there watching all of this happen, because I do that, I watch people, I try not to be in the moment, I'm like watching, right? And I just thought to myself, I'm like, 
after the day that he had, 11 years old, like the most devastating news that he could imagine. Because I remember when I got cut from one of my teams when I was a kid, I was like completely beside myself. I was inconsolable. He was very similar. To be able to go to the tryout, to have a bad tryout and still go to the game and under that immense amount of pressure, you would already have pressure regardless of whether or not you got cut from the team. Heavy heart, the pressure, you're cut from the team. And for him to be able to perform in that moment is just simply heroic. And it was one of the most inspiring things that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And I told him after the game, and I was thinking it before I told, I said it to him, I said, I have never been more proud of anyone in my entire life ever. And I told him that. I said, what you just did is super inspiring. It's heroic. You're my hero, man. Because I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I could have done that that day. I think I would have been too mad. I think I would have been too hateful and resentful, which are bad things to be, right? And I've since gotten over that and I've let it go because I can't sit here and preach to people to let stuff go and not live it. All right. And I have. Okay. And the coach and I have, you know, we've, we hugged it out and, you know, he might be listening, you know, and I, I ain't mad at you, bro. I love you, you know, but my son really taught me a lesson. I think he taught a lot of people a lesson that day. If he can be his best, regardless of the circumstance, then all of us should be our best, regardless of circumstance. It's a lot to learn from your kids. My kid continues to teach me valuable life lessons. And I've underestimated him for way too long. And I told him I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore because I don't give him enough credit. I didn't give him enough credit. He's smart. He understands what's happening. Okay. He can read situations. You know, we always say, oh, they're not mentally developed. They're not mature enough. Yes, they are. Got in the car. Drove home. I said, How was that? He's like, Man, dad, that was so awesome. That was so awesome. I'll always have that. That was just so amazing that I got to experience that. Like, I'm just so excited, you know? And just to hear him talk like that. And he took the game ball. He got the game ball. He got the game ball and he put it in on his trophy shelf. And he'll always have that. So I'm just so proud of him. And you know, it was just one of the greatest moments of my life. So I said in the beginning of the day, it's one of the worst days of my entire life, yet it's the best, right? And the universe set that up, right? I mean, if you don't believe in manifestation and, and you know, the universe speaking to you, just listen to this story. Like he's the last kid up. They made it to the championship game because he was able to fight and continue to fight and persevere. And that's what I learned, like perseverance, like resilience. There was another, I'm going to tell you another story about my son, a valuable lesson that he taught me. This could be difficult for me too. I'm surprised he just got through that story, but I haven't talked to my father in over five years. We had a falling out. And as I was coming up with ideas for the show, I'm like, you know, it sucks that I don't get to talk to my father anymore. And maybe he listens to the show. Maybe he listens to the show. And if you are listening, dad, I just, you know, I hope you're okay. And, you know, the door's always open and I miss you and I love you. And, you know, I hope you're still proud of me. It's hard not having my dad. It's hard. And that makes me want to be a better father to my son because I just don't ever want him to feel that way. 
And I remember when I first told my son, God, he must have been five or six years old at the time. And I said to him, I said, hey, look, you know, your granddad, my dad has just decided that he doesn't want to, that he doesn't want to have a relationship with me anymore. We're probably not going to talk to him anymore. And it's sad. It sucks. I hate it. I'm mad. I'm angry. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I just want you to know something, buddy. No matter what you do in your life, no matter where you are, doesn't make any difference, the circumstance. I will never, ever, ever, ever turn my back on you. Ever. And he looked at me. He didn't say anything. He looked at me after I'm telling him all about my father and everything that I was going through at that time was a super emotional experience for me. He's five years old, maybe six. He says to me, he says one thing to me. He's like, I'm sorry about your dad. And he hugged me. And that's all he did. That's all he did. And that's all I needed. That's it. He didn't, he didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to do anything. He just said, I'm sorry about your dad. And he hugged me. And it was one of the most amazing moments of my entire life. This six-year-old kid, five, six-year-old kid, has the understanding of what I'm going through and knows exactly what I needed. Knows exactly what I needed in that exact moment. And he's done that so much for me over the 11, almost 12 years that I've had the privilege of knowing him. And buddy, I hope you hear this one day. I'm going to listen to this podcast episode with you. I've done that before. And I just want you to know that you're just an amazing, an amazing person. You're such a great human being. You have a kind heart. And I'm just so honored that I get to be your father. I cannot ever tell you, express to you enough how much that you have done for me, how much you've pushed me, how much motivation you've given me, how much joy that I have experienced in my life as a result of being your father. Now, I know that I'm not perfect and I know that I've made mistakes and I've said and done things that I've regretted and you've given me the opportunity to make up for that. And I thank you for that as well. The lesson here is I want you to listen to your kids, the dads out there, even the moms out there. I want you to listen to your children. I want you to, they're watching you. They understand you. And I want you to look at the lessons that you can learn from them. Okay. Cause I mean, I've given you two super valuable lessons. I've given you two stories that most people don't know about. I haven't shared these stories and I know there's going to be more. And let me tell you something, I'm paying attention. I'm listening and I'm not going to make that mistake again to where I shut his voice out. Cause I've done that. We do that as parents, right? So I hope this episode inspires you. And if you think somebody needs to hear it, please share it with them. Please share it with them. And I'm looking forward to next year, next baseball season. He got on uh, another team and we're ready to get to work. And we're cheering the team on. Like we're still friends. Like we're going to let all that stuff go. That's the other lesson too. It's like, you got to let it go. 
Don't hang on to it. People deserve second chances. Do I agree with what happened? No, I don't. Okay. But I got to move on. And we all make mistakes. I've made many of them. And I've had second, third, fourth, fifth chances. So who am I to hold grudges? I'm not going to do that. No way. It's not the way I want to live. That's not the way I choose to live. That's not the way my son lives. And he taught me that. And we had a good chat yesterday when we were coming home from the game. By the way, they lost the championship game, unfortunately. But it was a great season. It's a great season, great memories. And, you know, I hope this episode helped you. I appreciate you listening and I hope everyone has a super, super excellent week. Mm-hmm.